0: All right, you ready to get this thing started? Well, let's get her going. All right, let's go. To the 352,
1: to the 352, the 352 Huntin Podcast. Hey, guys, welcome back to the 352 hunt Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Johns. And we got, well, I guess we got him. We got Jonah Hyatt with us today, as yeah. usual.
0: Well, you having fun sweating this week?
1: It, let me tell you something. It is hotter than a half fucked fox in a forest fire out there.
0: <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. So we finally got some rain.
1: Here and in Georgia.
0: Yep. I think
1: <clears throat> I don't need any rain here at the house. I could go dry for a month and make me happy.
0: Well, we needed it in Georgia. I need it in Georgia. And I think we got the neighbor said yesterday we got like eight tents. So that's perfect.
1: Yeah, we've been getting got some rain today too, what it look like.
0: Yeah, it looked like that too. So I think there's some rain chances the rest of this week. But we don't need it to rain too much up there because then we'll be.
1: Slipping and sliding.
0: Slipping and sliding. And then when we get that Traco up there trying to dig that pond, if it's too wet, it's going to be a.
1: Ah, hell. That Traco don't care. Yeah. You are. We already dug a wet hole here at the house.
0: Yep. It was pretty wet then. So I think on this one, we've got one of our good friends with us today. We're going to. In fact, we got him here in we're person not in person so he's actually me and him actually went to school together ever since we were probably in i think middle school so it's been a pretty long friendship and
1: y'all bumped uglies for many years
0: <laughs> we've had some fun hunting stories and turkey hunted deer hunted and everything like that together and then now y'all have somewhat become somewhat friends here and there
1: I suppose I'll call him a friend. I'll invite him to Georgia when he wants to come hang out with us.
0: Yep. So I think he's trying to look for a place over on our neck of the woods to come and join the, the riffraff.
1: I'm telling you, there's a, there's a few guys in, on our podcast that's got a little place a little close to us there. And once you find that honey hole over in that little, little tri-county area right there, you'll realize that it's it's it West Georgia ain't what it's meant to be. It's come to that side over there.
0: Oh, yeah there's a i think the deer numbers are a little bit better and that kind of intrigues some people so anyway well let's try to get this thing started let's oh
1: you're gonna hurry today got things to do places to be yeah and we'll see mm.
0: well usually we say oh let's run for 45 minutes and then it ends up being an hour so yeah, you
1: just lie to people when you say 45 minutes Forty five yeah. minutes my ass go, go ahead and just go hour and 15 hour and 30 yeah we'll do joe rogan do four hours and a half no
0: no no no, no. we didn't got time for that <clears throat> but anyway
1: okay. we got time until i run out of beer Record deer season, and I'm hooked. Let I me mean, shooting, miss one out of the gate. Katie barred damn doors. I'm coming for you. And Billie Kate's that. My season was over. Seven yards. You better hold it like a rifle, honey. Hoping for a double. I'm bad
0: Copy <laughs> Well, Shane, how's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going good. I appreciate y'all having me. Oh,
1: yeah. We um You know, Shane was on the inaugural podcast, and we fucked that one up. Just up. didn't make the cut. Do you want to
0: know the real reason why it was messed up? We all three right here know why that one was messed up.
1: Somebody had drank a little too much that day. Yeah,
0: you spent all day out there. We were working, and you drank the whole day, and you were lit by that afternoon. So
1: I don't know what you're talking about. You don't even
0: know what we were talking about that night. Probably not. So anyway, so yeah, I kinda described kinda how our friendship started. We went to school together, went to high school together and then kinda after that, you mean, been been hunting here and there and we kinda had a place over there next to each other and we kinda went to Georgia there for what was it like two two years I think?
2: Yeah, two 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 years, something like that.
0: Right, just pretty much within fifteen minutes you stayed at the house with right. us. So yeah. but um. Anyway, so you were kind of, like I said, since so everybody knows who I am, so kind of they knew I was born and raised right here. And
2: yeah, it's kind of the same thing for me. I mean, I'm I'm born and raised right here in Lake County, and uh, you know, my family's been here for a while, and you know, not too much different than y'all. You know, I'm from right here. You know, I hunt around here and I hunt in Georgia. You know, so that's you know basically it with me. Um,
0: yeah, I think that's what pretty much everybody in florida does they hunt in florida and hunt in Basically, georgia it seems
2: yeah. like yeah, everybody's got a place in georgia or something like that south carolina
1: yeah, yeah. well I, hey i've seen a dog hunt lease come up
0: <laughs> oh my that was terrible like i don't
1: 1500 acres 1500 acre dog hunting lease for five members thousand dollars a person oh really Cheap. you turn the dog out you better be on the other side of the lease yeah you you don't even, you don't surround the block you just
0: surround the lease yeah, you just yeah. get on the fence line. That's yeah. crazy. I've never. Fifteen hundred acres ain't much.
2: So what was it? It was a fifteen hundred acre block, and there was no roads
1: in it. Hell, I, I don't know. What I it don't it know. One, it was listed. Daryl had Jonah's dad had a nine thousand acre hunt lease up there, but it was real skinny. Not in Georgia. It was right up here north of us.
0: Up there by like Barbersville area. Yeah, yeah. But
1: it was real narrow, but it was real long. Nine thousand acres. That's mm-hmm. some of a bitch. You better be on. I've been up there twice or three times with them. You better be ready to get to one side or the other of that bastard. If they go north and south, you're good. They go east to west. You're running. You're, yeah. you're next town over. Mm-hmm. Oh, now yeah. the damn road's 40 foot wide. You, hell, you could empty your damn gun before you got across it. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: It had that power line right in the middle of it, too. <clears> milk, you get western quick. Yep. Yeah. So, I think how I want to do this one is, because I mean we all kind of somewhat hunt together and stuff, is that you listen to other podcasts or you listen to like you get on social media and everything everybody wants to try the new thing you mean i get the whole like trying some new like a setup or approach or something like that on coming into hunting but everybody's wanting to try a new thing Mm -hmm. i think you mean just try to keep it simple like you mean we've you kill deer you shoot deer you just make it simple like Don't try to get too far stretched because you try to get too – you put too much into it, you get way over your head, I feel like, and you don't – I think you get too far. Yeah, I
2: think you – you know, if you keep it simple, I think that's the best thing because I think if you start trying to make it too complicated, it can become, you know – It's
0: more of a job than a hobby. And and then
2: when it don't happen just how you want it to happen, you get a little bit discouraged. So I I think keeping it simple is is definitely the way to go. Yeah, it's one of
1: the things of – I tried it this year to plant a summer food plot. Didn't work. Probably won't try it again next year. Right. I'll just keep the feed pour to them and let it rip.
2: Yeah, just kind of play with it and see what works for you.
0: Yeah, and there's... Stuff works for different people. Like, for, say, us, you mean we got that big enough area. It's beneficial to plant a food plot, 100%. but...
1: That nine-acre food plot made oh peas. The lane and the two in the back you planted, they ain't, ain't a grass... Me yeah, even grass on a couple it's, of them. It's, it's extra
2: feed but I think having a having a food plot on that big of a scale is a big draw. You know?
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah, you gotta have that big you gotta have that big piece of property. Mm-hmm. An acre here, a quarter acre there. They they're gonna mow that off as soon as it comes up and it's basically pointless. You're That's wasting right. more time and money and yeah and right. In my case broke down tractors and everything else.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, which Shane here, he he was the one that came up and helped us on the food plot too, so he definitely helped us get across there it
1: he got plenty of seat time
0: yeah, yeah he planted he drilled that whole
1: whole place whole nine whole, acres yeah
0: nine acres of seat drill many laps many many yeah. laps
1: <laughs> you're consistent because god damn it everybody ever come up in your fucking lap you didn't miss a gap out there no, no. i tried not to <laughs> yeah
0: it looks good you mean the big food plot it looks definitely good and i think we got some rain here now it was dry when we went up last weekend and i was like that we have to have some rain for yeah. this thing to make so but like going back to that i think like jesse he he feeds and that's kind of where he's his strong point is on his property because i mean he the amount of deer that he has over there is ridiculous i think
2: right and they're they're you know like you said he's been feeding long enough i mean them deer know where it's at and it's you know every every time you put it out they're on it you know quick yeah a couple minutes yeah
1: it's not hours or days it's just within a few minutes right yeah i mean i can see almost why i can't I can, keep enough of it out i can almost yep. see why georgia voted blue if every deer up there voted democrat yeah we would have
0: swinged the lie. election there too oh yeah oh they they live on like we were i went out and sat on that big food plot there on saturday afternoon i think i seen 20 22 20 in the mid 20s as yeah. far as deer and that's
2: good because i know you were saying you're like man i'm you know it's the cameras aren't really blowing up, but on something that big, you know, you really don't know what, you, what yeah. you're you dealing with until you, you know, you yeah. sit
0: on it. And like they, there was two or three deer come out there and they fed around, fed around. They were some of the first deer that come out when I got there mm-hmm. and they fed around for, I don't know, probably 30, 45 minutes there. And then all of a sudden they were like, well, I'm tired. They laid down in the middle of the food plot, and laid there and for probably 10, 15 mm-hmm. minutes and they said, all right, I'm hungry again. And they got back up and started feeding again. That's
1: yeah, all you Hot. can eat out there all I can do is hot. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I take a break. So, I think kind of adding on to that, keeping hunting simple, it even goes to the the tree stands, the the whole the feeding. You mm-hmm. mean if you find something that works, stay with Stick it? With it. I agree. Stop trying to add this and try to add that. Like, granted, we've tried to add like protein feed and stuff, but once you find something that works,
1: I just yeah, once I, I found that 4S it. draw, that 4S draw, and that corn mix and yeah, I mean, you I've run it for corn. two years yeah. now and yeah, I do mix it with corn Absolutely. but I can't, like I said, we're not sponsored or nothing by Forest Draw it, that stuff's 20, $20, $21 a bag now yeah, you yep. pay for it just like anybody else anybody else anybody, I pay for it, mm-hmm. I pay it out of my pocket and I bought 14 bags of I bought 7 bags of corn and 7 bags of Forest Draw and 2 pounds of zipper cream peas and bring it home to my dad for him <laughs> the, the peas were 14 bucks and I walked out of Chasmar. It was two hundred and eighty-three dollars. Right. So no, two sixty-three. I'm yeah. sorry. I took two eighty with me, and I had a twenty left whenever I come back out of Chasmar. So, right. it's one of them things of, it's, and that, that's every two weeks. If I yeah. did it every two did weeks, so I have to expensive. put them. But it's it, it's a system that works, and I'm happy with it. I'm happy with my deer numbers. I'm happy with my weight gain. I'm happy with how the deer. So, it's simple. We have a pattern. Jonah can go to my place and fill my feeders up and I can go to his place and fill his feeders up because we both know the simple, you know, simple. Yeah. We can both take care of each it's other same and thing. It, yeah. it's the same thing, same everything, same feed, same cor- same everything. Right. And yep. it makes it simple so we can, you know, if he goes up or I go up or whatever, then we can, you know, we can knock something out in just a couple hours. We have everything done and in out done. Batteries in, cameras and move on.
2: Yeah, and I mean you're not like over pressure or nothing. You get up there you get it done and you you know, you get out
0: yeah oh yeah and i think far as us you mean being in our mid to late 20s now that i think we're in a great kind of position far as the hunting that has it how it involved like how it because
2: we've, we've seen it both ways you know from when we were you know younger and i mean it was totally different totally different you know coming up than it is now i mean hunting definitely evolved into something a little bit different um yeah yeah i know what you're
0: saying because like you get like our dads you mean they're kind of sort of stuck in the way that they grew up hunting they were kind of that you mean just old school old school yeah yeah and then you got these new guys not necessarily saying an age class but just new hunters in general they're hunting pretty much off of social media they're hunting the way that they see it yeah. they see it These
1: somebody's them. yeah some keyboard warriors telling them how to yeah hunt, it, it, and they don't even know how to th- that keyboard warrior doesn't even know what the conditions are for where they're going yeah they're mm-hmm. just out there well you got to do this you got to do that you got to do this you got to do that you got to wait this you got to wait that right. you need to be able to age a deer you need to, be able to do this It yep. it don't work like that it takes a lot of years and a lot of seat time in one of them tree stands to figure out Mm-hmm. what yep. you're looking for.
0: So I think as far as us, we have the experience in the woods, but we're not too far on that older class side that we, if we see something that'll work good, Yeah, I'll use it. we'll use it. Yeah. But it's not too far that we're just going, oh, we gotta try that. Oh, we gotta try that. Oh, oh, it's,
2: no, because you, you, you know what works to an extent, but you're always open to new, you know, new
1: yeah. ideas. Yeah, I'm, I'm an experimental right. man. I will I will throw good money at a bad experiment. But yeah. right. at least yeah. I've learned something. I can, but go, you, I can go to somebody and say, that didn't work worth the fuck. Mm-hmm. Or I can say, hey, that's... Jam up. That's yeah. jam up. You might want to just give it a little... Like, there was a couple years before feed and that you know, roasted soybeans and corn got big. It's like, you know, three, four, five years ago. Mm-hmm. It got, you know, eared corn. Whole corn was real popular. Because you could throw it out there on a weekend and it'd still be there when you come back. It lasts. It up. lasts. Well, you... Me and my dad, we know what we did. We go up there to, we go up there and buy the gallon jugs of molasses, and we'd pour it over all over them damn ears of corn. Mm-hmm. Well, it kind of worked, and it kind of didn't. Some of the damn deer loved it, but you're over there drenching their damn cob of corn and molasses, and some of them don't know what you're doing, and they kind of turn their nose and like, ah, fuck that. We ain't touching that nasty yeah. shit. But what I did learn then at that time was, is you know what else won't touch that nasty shit? a damn coon or a squirrel so they won't take your shit off right when yeah. a deer once the deer kind of got used to it they didn't mind it they would eat it yeah but it it was one of the things of ear corn you're paying the same amount of money for a bag of ear corn and only getting about 10 pounds of actual shelled corn yeah you're, oh, yeah. you're buying a lot of cob and oh, i got yeah. the gravity feeders now so them gravity feeders keep them year
0: round yeah yeah
2: you're not feeding that that cob corn through a feeder yeah yeah
0: yeah which like you're saying you're you're oppo- you're not opposed to trying something, but you, you know when something surfaces that you're gonna go, Nope, that's I, I'm not even gonna try that. I know it's not gonna work.
2: And not that you're being arrogant like a know it all, you just know from you know ex-
0: yeah. experience. Like we right.
1: tried something at big and J or whatever the hell it's called. Right. It might work in some Absolutely, parts of yeah. the country sure of, of the country. Obviously they're still in mm-hmm. in business.
0: Right.
1: They're walk past it to go find something else to eat. Yeah. That, they don't give a shit about any of that. I mean, some of these guys make like a candy and a dust, mm-hmm. they'll make this, and... You know, there's even some of these local feed companies that we've used before and that we use that make a kind of a supplement or whatever. Right. They don't give us two shits about it. Yeah. But it's it, like it, that. that goes back to being simple. Quit trying to pour the fucking candy dust out there on them. The deer is going to understand something's up. Mm-hmm. Deer aren't stupid. There's a reason why they've been alive for as long as they have been. Mm-hmm. It's yep. one of the things that keep it simple... Mm -hmm. But keep it relatively, be willing, keep an open mind, Mm -hmm. but be able to realize that, hey, you know, you done fucked up. Right. And don't use that again. And see it, you know, see something fake when you see it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. And, like, I try to, especially, like, when I'm trying to set up a place, I try to kind of really, really, really focus on it. Don't matter, kind of, more or less, what I'm trying to say is, approach i think is probably more than half of your battle yes
2: 100 percent. i agree with that 100 percent. that's one of the things you know like y'all do I've, I've i've learned you know over the years hunting and uh to me that's that's one of my biggest things that i think about when i'm you know going into a new area to hunt or if i'm in an area that you know, there's good deer and there's a lot of deer and I'm looking to, you know, set up a spot to hunt. That's that's the biggest thing I look at is how I'm going to get there and if I can get out of there or get in there, you know, low-key. Yeah. You know. If
0: I'm rifle hunting, if I'm shooting a firearm, I almost want to be able to get in whatever I'm hunting, tree stand, box stand, whatever. I almost want to be able to get in the tree stand with deer. Undetected, yeah. In a food plot or somewhere. Yeah. If I, I can.
1: I don't want the deer 20 yards from me. No. no. I want them to be... And we've got a couple spots that are two hundred and twenty. Well, if he's within a yeah. hundred to two hundred, in that hundred to two hundred, you know, yard range, yeah, that's perfect for me. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for.
2: And that's the thing I've learned. Um, you know, I've learned the hard way because I've, <clears> I've ran cameras in some areas, and I mean, it's you, you know, you run a camera and you're getting bucks and you're getting good bucks on there in the daylight. You know, when you want them in there, regular. I mean, day after day after day, and you yep. go in there and set up on it, thinking you, you know, you've you, you you've, you've made the right decision and uh you hunt it and it's like, you know, what happened. But it, it all goes back to your approach. I mean you go in there, you're walking past stuff, it's not gonna be what you think it's gonna be. But if you get that approach right, I mean it can be it can be
1: game changer. It can be game changer. You gotta right. get you gotta figure out where your wind blows right. in the fall. Yeah. And what you know weather patterns change throughout the year. So you gotta find you somewhere you know, your wind pattern in the summer might be way different than the... Oh, fall. yeah. Absolutely. Once and you, you got to be able to say... In the fall time, you got to take a note and say, Hey, this is the way this wind's blowing. Because I've got a couple bow stands mm-hmm. that ain't worth a shit. Because they ain't worth a fuck. Because I went and put them up in the damn summertime. And the wind blows right down into the creek bottom <laughs> right where the deer are coming from. Every yep. damn time. Mm-hmm. And so you got to get on the back side of that. you got to be able to figure out how to get on the back side of that. Right. And... I, hopefully, I got it figured out. This year, we've got two setups. So I'm going to go back to the 66-acre setup that worked good last year, and then I have the other one that we're going to call the scrub, and yeah. I'm going to set up downhill of that one because the wind blows opposite direction of there. So that might be a good set right there. Absolutely.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's because <clears throat> generally when you're hunting in a rut, you're going to be trying <clears throat> trying to hit that after a cold front you know what you pretty much can write down what kind of wind you're going to get after that front it's going to be we're
1: going to get a northwest wind every single time especially where we're from yeah
0: yep so i think that's kind of i mean i think we all try to do that we try to hunt simple but try what we try what we think might work and if it don't work we we know but we know what we know that's not what's not going to work so it's like you you um you've been going up to your place there what two years now and you you've been yeah. scattering corn out like mm-hmm. but i think you I mean you've kind of realized that you got to well, do I something
2: mean, the thing about it is i mean when you're hunt when you hunt states you know that allow you know you hunt states that allow bait and all i mean it, it's one thing to you know to to be that hunter where you're you're just hunting and you're hunting off the sun and that's great and all you, you still do that but if you know, if you're uh, if you're hunting one in a state that allows corn and all that, and you're not doing it, I mean, you you can you can definitely tell, and it's you you kind of got to do it with as many people that are doing it. So that's kind of what I've learned is you got to uh, you got to feed and you got to um, kind of adapt. But yeah, I was uh, the past two years I've been on a place in Georgia and I've been kind of been going up there hand slinging corn, and you just can't you can't keep it out, you know. When you're so far, you know, from the place. So I've invested in some gravity feeders this year and hopefully that'll kind of keep the deer more, you know, in these spots that I got, you know, for longer periods of time where I can keep, you know, keep the feed in there.
0: Yeah.
1: You got to patter- keep them there, because yeah, deer then, are like toddlers. They're going to roam the fuck off, and you don't know where the hell they went to, because right, they're and, here, there, and gone. Yeah, and with as many people
2: corning, I mean, if, if you run out and somebody's got it, they're going to they're gonna be on that guy's, you know.
1: <coughs> and feed. he keeps the corn on it. He's like, well, fuck, I'm going to stay here. Right. And never come back. Yeah. But going back to them gravity feeders, what feeders, Jonah you know, told me about them big ones, it's like a six by six or four by four, you sink in the ground, and it straddles them, and yeah, like, how big is it? It's, it's
2: like a it's a, th- a three hundred pound feeder, and I believe Banks is the company that yep. makes it. Yep. And basically, it's a a three hundred pound gravity feeder, um, and it you set a four by four post three foot in the ground, and it slides over that four by four.
1: Yep that's the way to do it
0: have you got i know you put cell cameras have you been getting any more pictures i know you have one buck you said yeah
2: i did i'm starting to get more and more pictures um since i put it up i haven't really had anything actually eating out of that gravity feeder yet it's a learning curve i I can tell you now it's a learning curve right
1: it took a good solid year for our deer to get comfortable with it yeah but now you can't the deer, once they, you get one or two that understand the concept, it'll be, it's like training like a herd of cows. On, yeah. When one gets it figured out, they all get it figured out, and then they yeah. don't care to go to anything else. They yeah. will, they will, they know that gravity feeder is safe, and mm-hmm. they'll go to it every single time. They don't care for a spin feeder, yeah. anything like that. It took a while for me to... I fed that trough feeder last year for a couple months, and it, <clears throat> I had like two bucks that would go to that damn trough feeder every damn time. But mm-hmm. it got to where... I'd have 15 bucks at one of them trough at one of them gravity feeders. Right. It's just because the trough feeder was new to them, and it still worked. To it, out. Yeah. it took a while for them to get used to it, but they understand it. That trough, that gravity feeder, that that's the grocery store. Yeah, and that's kinda, it.
2: that's kind of what I was thinking. I knew it would take a little bit of time for them to to maybe get used to it. So I when I filled it up, I scattered you know some corn all around it and through there and through the woods right in there. So they're they're coming in and they're they're easing through it they know it's there you know so I, i'm sure it's only a matter of time before they they start eating out of it
0: yeah and i feel like if you're like where you're hunting because you're hunting what creek bottoms and yeah, stuff. yeah
2: like, basically creek boat bow hunting type stuff yeah
0: which is confined area and i feel like like we i use spin feeders but i use spin feeders in open areas where that
2: there's other places they can be yeah, yeah. like that
0: seven acre food plot bucks can come out and be in edges and stuff like that and but i don't still see them yeah i don't for some reason and i've talked to multiple people and i've i've felt this and everything it's hard in the hunting season to get a mature buck to a spin type feeder
2: yeah it's it's just i guess it's just you know weird to them i mean it's it's basically the way i see it is you know them spin feeder you're keeping your does in there and that ultimately ultimately leads to you know having bucks in there but Putting a you know putting a spin feeder on a big food plot like what you got, oh yeah, is, is okay.
1: The big bucks don't go to them spin feeders. They something about them. I, I don't had good luck with them. I I don't know. They say that it's the electrical field coming out of the battery. I've heard everything from just the sound. I, I think
2: take. it's the overall deal. I mean, it's something. It's that It's something goes that's not, not yeah.
1: natural to them. It's, it's electronic something in there that makes them. Because everybody says you go to that gravity or trough feeder, you'll you'll get every damn deer in the county. And yeah. you will, you because it's, it's and, and almost I'm, not necessarily yeah. natural to them, but there's no moving parts yeah. to it. There's no battery, there's no wires, yeah. there's no electronics, there's no noise, right. no, there's no nothing. You can walk up to it and the damn thing won't go off or do anything to you.
0: Yeah, correct. Yeah. It's like you, like a farmer or something, he goes out there and parks an old piece of equipment on the edge of a field and he leaves it out there. Don't crank it, don't do for nothing years. with it yeah. for a year. A deer will come around it
2: i mean they they adapt they'll adapt to just about anything if they think it's normal you know what i mean
0: oh yeah so So, i mean but i think i mean that's great and i've even heard of people like especially in the state of georgia when it comes to spin feeders i've even heard where if it's like a tripod or something even does or nothing they won't go underneath it they'll eat all the way around the legs and they won't even there'll be a pile of corn underneath it yeah and they won't
2: maybe just a sense of yeah. Whatever, but...
0: Yeah. Well,
1: they don't... I. We had a tripod feeder, and it's that black one out there. And it literally had rotten corn underneath it.
2: That no, they wouldn't go up. They on the would leg. not.
1: Yeah. If it threw it outside of the three legs, eat they the did, shit out of it. Yeah. Even the damn coons wouldn't go under it. <clears throat> right. And they're a bunch of fucking Democrats. Oh, yeah. And the damn coons wouldn't even go under the fucking thing. It was stagnant, molded, mo- rotten corn underneath it. So my dad took it off, built a damn subframe around it, put a pulley in the tree, and we hung it up in a tree. Got it way up in a tree. Yeah, we're fine. Oh, really? Once we got it up in a tree.
0: Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's just all... And it's property-driven. What you think that benefits your property the most, especially, I mean, granted, private land. But just... You got to adapt to your place. You can't... If you don't have a strong source of money to be able to go in there and go okay i want a food plot here here and here mm-hmm. and this is what we're going to do we're going to go rent equipment you just got to adapt to that property and make it the most you got to get what you can out of it figure what out got, yeah if There's you difference got
1: difference between owning it leasing it and renting it big big time that is a big if yep, you big got time. if you own it do whatever the fuck you want out there yeah you can do whatever you want yeah, that's
2: that's yeah that's that's true because you own it you can you can do what you want with it but if you're leasing a timber track i mean you're you, you kind of... It's a year-to-year to year to year basis.
1: Do. You get some of these private landowners that'll do a three-year or five-year lease on it. Right. All right, you got a little bit of... You, get, you get, start to get a little comfortable. Right. You're like, all right, we can make something happen here. But you always got that, like that, just... Sense of... You got that commercial, you know, Westerveld or... Right. Rain, you know. Yeah. You got one of those timber tracks that are a year-to-year, goes up 2% every year, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. It could be in there on November 15th with a damn... Yeah. two damn saws in there laying your place in the dirt you, you know don't not it. a damn right. thing you can do about it so okay. it's one of the things if you own it you can, tell, you can just do whatever the hell you want you can do as many land improvements as only it's you're only you know gaining property value mm-hmm. and you can get a private landowner where you kind of got an idea of what he wants you can get a long-term lease off of him all right you can do you know some things yeah. Yeah. But you get down to that guy that has to go lease a commercial track off mm-hmm. of a commercial company. Well, it's a... it. The best thing you could do is go out there and, with your four-foot disk and plow up a damn pine middle with nothing. no. Go out there and plow up a couple of pine middles and plant you a food plot. That ain't never going to come up. Put you a feeder at the end of it. Right? Yeah. And call it a day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And definitely and another thing is you I mean you, you got to approach something completely different if you're hunting for say public land than private land but i i've talked to some guys and stuff and be like oh i got a tree stand here i got a tree stand here i got a tree stand here and i got a tree stand here i mean you're getting to the point where you're just well, you you're only watching only the same so, damn deer
1: you
2: can I'm only hunt you. You. so much and the way i see it is if you're feeding at each spot you're talking about and they're close quarters i mean that you're you're really screwing yourself in, in my opinion
0: yeah, you I mean granted, if like like for say like Jesse's place, he's got that box stand back there that he can see like three or four different, different lanes. Ways, yeah. Feed all four lanes because you're hunting the same. Because like, yeah. you're not gonna have like bucks and does. You're not gonna like when it's rut, they're not gonna come to a a feed source at the same time generally
1: no they're going to be bumping through there and stopping and going and yeah yeah so the way i like it is like you said it's almost like a turkey's foot it's in a three-way yeah right. i've seen it and you you got the middle lane is hell i can see all the way across property in it it's a lot of times you'll look up and you'll see a buck cruising across one of them outside lanes well you better have your damn gun up when he comes in that middle lane because that's where he's going to stop or if he gets past you on that middle lane you better have him on the Kill other there. Own. yeah It gives you opportunities to, it gives you multiple opportunities. But the I usually one. try to feed all three of them because they're all three have, you know, the one on the, if you're sitting in the box stand, the one on the far left is right against the damn big ass creek bottom, what we call the oak tree. Absolutely. And it's way down in that creek bottom. And then you got the middle one, which is the long one. It goes all the way to what we call the pine tree, which is where that, gra- where that trough feeder's feeder, sitting. Yeah. Well, that's really close to what we call the scrub. it ties in that scrub you'll get a lot of deer coming out of that scrub coming up there Mm -hmm. well if you go to the far right you come out of that other little creek bottom where we go through the creek come out of the pivot yeah and so you'll get three separate groups of deer out of one tree stand that could all be on you all could be on you and you could have multiple deer feeding in the multiple areas like you said i've seen does in there and little little bucks come out there and they'll run a doe off well the doe will just go to the next lane over and feed and a buck will come over there and run her off and she'll go to the next lane of her. And right. they just keep milling back and forth. Back if you feed only one spot, well as soon as that little buck comes out and runs her off, it's over with. Right.
0: Yep. Yep. Which granted you need need to break it up a little bit because you get if you get a place where you're only hunting one place, deer will figure you out. That's why we
1: do what we do. That's why there's so many stands at our place because you can only walk back there to that box stand in the back corner so many times before and run the damn deer off so many times before they say "fuck this, we're going to not we're going nocturnal." Yeah. So that's why I'll hunt sixty six no and then I'll yeah. hunt box stand. I'll hunt up front. I don't ever hunt up front. Right. Yeah. For poor yeah. people, but, but I'll hunt. And I'll hunt back there at the damn green stand. I'll hunt different spots. I might be seeing the same damn deer but at least, it b- way, at least at least yeah. damn deer aren't getting ran off from the same spot every night
0: right yeah and i mean there's a fine line between that but having too many tree stands and having enough tree stands because you can put too much and you're just kind of bouncing around within the same 15 acres but like your circumstances you mean you're crossing a creek you're crossing this you're over on this side mm-hmm. you're just hitting in different directions where you're not necessarily just sitting in the same
1: yeah because the 66 acres is gathering a group of deer way different than the other hundred acres on the far side the hundred acres on the far side that deer you're talking about he come down the damn creek bottom right there that deer come down the damn creek bottom over there coming from the neighbors and he well he didn't make it too far well actually he was coming down a creek bottom actually bedded down and then stood back up and so my dad shot him Actually, stood up out of his bed Mm -hmm. but like that 11 point he come from a damn that that gum swamp creek that's where a lot of them deer and 6-6 acres come from. Right. That's right? like a big, Creek.
2: big funnel for them. So that's,
1: you're not hunting the same deer, per se. But you know we try to keep the two wings of the property very minimal. We don't put any food plots in them. We put a feeder on either side, gather deer, but all the food plots are in the center. And it, it draws the deer through your two wings to the center. So if the deer's coming to the food plot at eight o'clock at night well we've got to come through one of them other two wings early Mm -hmm. and that's what gives you the chance out of a good shot on a good buck is because he's coming in early right you're cutting him off at the pass
0: yep oh yeah and it's like i said it's it's a mind game and you got to figure out what like i said go back to what works for for you because i can't do what he does i mean i can try some stuff but there's some stuff that I'm gonna to have to do different based on how your place lays out, and yeah. just like yours, you mean you're on more of a club style lease, lease yes. which granted it's not like an overran. It's
2: not, but it's still you know, yep, basically like what you're talking about.
0: Yep, you you're not by yourself there, so mm-hmm. you got to work around some guys and stuff. Correct. Definitely. So, what your place is a lot more elevation chains than for say what. Yeah, we,
2: like you know you get you get um you get west of you know 75 in georgia you know central georgia i mean it, it can be pretty up and down you know you start getting into that piedmont region which yep. is basically where we're at you know on the southern southern side of it just north of the flint river and yeah elevation is um is definitely you know a little bit different from where you guys are at
1: yeah we still got some damn creek bottoms that i wouldn't want john i killed a deer one time john told me i ain't dragging it out drag it out you fucking self Oh
2: yeah, and that and Jonah's been to that place I got, so he's kind
0: of seen it for himself. I mean, it is you got some hard rock creeks bottoms in there. You got you actually
1: got rock in your creeks in in places. Yeah, yeah, Yeah,
0: there's like some actual Mm -hmm. little small waterfall areas in his place. Yeah, so it's totally mineral, right? I mean, they will grow some big deer there.
2: Yeah, it's just a little bit different on how you hunt it when it's a timber track and you're, you know, you've got cutovers that are grown up. You can't hunt them because they're too tall and you just gotta, you know, you gotta change it up as the timber gets, you know, cut and if it, you know, gets tall, so.
1: I tell you, we hunted that 1,800 acre lease right there, which was a timber track, that Westervelt track, before I got prudely kicked off of it Mm -hmm. for don't know why (laughs) apparently beating an ass or something yeah but i would tell you what i would do over there and i killed the shit out of fucking deer and that's what pissed them off was i'd get in them big old overcuts when they planted back you can't see in it you can't see in it and you can't see under it so you know what you do get right on the fucking edge of it between old growth and new growth and they would i'd mow me out strips and i'd get in the corner and them big old bucks would go in and out of that thing all day long, coming out yeah. of the old growth into the new growth. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many I leveled out there doing that. And yep. they couldn't figure it out because they They go sit on a, a half-acre food plot out there in a wide-ass open, wondering why they didn't see no damn deer, While <laughs> I was stacking them. Yeah. Yep. Well, I can edges, tell
0: you why. Edges. Edges are key. Wonderful things. Mm-hmm. Yep,
1: because the old growth had a bunch of, like, scrubby oaks and stuff. So they had scrape lines, scrape, scrape lines up and down them well the does like to bed up out there so the bucks would come out there and run up and down them damn edges mm-hmm. and that mowed path between planted pines and just the old
2: it's just a big it's a big transition for them i mean it just naturally. And they love it they be love be good, it right? but that's
1: taking a bunch of idiots up there They don't know what the hell they're doing yeah. and you get up there and my dad's you know you get them old towers like we were talking about my dad he's he's hunted in georgia since he was a kid mm-hmm. he knows how to do it he could say, hey Boo, you need to go and get your climber you get to top of that pine tree and look down both sides of this pine shit yeah, yeah. i they're just stacking out, them and work. racking them
0: yeah oh yeah and it's like that like i said edges are are a great thing and definitely you can utilize them mm-hmm. as much as you can and that's and that's timber tracks and stuff that's what you're gonna have to utilize oh it
1: is pour corn out there on it yep but that's how sorry these fuckers were i had a camera just a regular old camera out there on it i'd pour, i'd you know pour cob corn out there this is back when it was cob corn, and mm-hmm. just you know i'd pour it out or try to get week to week on it week to week that's all i needed and I'd had this rugged camera. I'd go up there and check it every Friday. I'd go up Saturday morning. I'd go there and hunt and I go out hunting. I'm so excited to go check my damn camera. I'm like, God damn, what do I got this week? What do I got? It's like the lottery. Yeah. In the yeah. same fucking tree, them guys put a cell camera six inches above my camera, <laughs> and put a stand up two trees down from mine. Golly. Uh, and they're like, Oh, well, it's a it's it's a public spot to hunt now. And I'm like, I'm All right. Yeah. I'm all right. I wanted to cut the fuck cord off their damn camera, but yeah. it hit dirt. Yeah fuck them guys
0: it's just yeah and, and you get and that's another problem that i've found when i haven't necessarily hunted club leases and this is some of the reasons i hear the nightmares of stuff like that and right. you'll get different hunters like you got us that has been hunting all our life and you kind of go into a place kind of knowing how to deer hunt but then you get these guys that are new and stuff and it just it's hard to mesh that different culture of different Migrating Pe- People hunting.
1: Yeah. These guys didn't have a fucking clue what they were doing, and they were living off of the couple, like my dad and some of the old timers, off of how to do it. And then, and then once they got like two or three years into it, they just ran us all off. Like my dad and Buck and all them guys ran them off and said, you know, we yep. don't we don't like you guys are assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Basically sent us down the road. Well, guess what? My dad used to go up there and plant their food plots every year. And only the only thing they he charged them was seed and fertilizer. And mm-hmm. maybe 100 bucks in fuel. Yeah. Go plant all their food plots up there. So you're talking about less than 1000 mm-hmm. bucks on this place. Right. Guy went up there these last couple of years. The guys went in there. They, now they're having a hire company come in there and plant their food plots for 10 acres, $4,800. Mm. Oh, come wow. in there and plant their food plots. It's $700 a member now in just food plots. They're proud of them. Oh, they're <laughs> proud of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope they break it off in their ass every second they get. <laughs> oh, Yeah.
0: So, kind of going off of where we were talking about a little bit earlier, that me and you had a place really close to each other over there, kind of the same way me and Jesse's got now. But we um, over there on the west side of Georgia, we had a, actually had a house there in town that you we were able to util- you were able to utilize too. You'd stay mm-hmm. there with us and right. stuff like that. So it was nice because we were both up there, and you mean I think there are a couple of times you were um able to go put corn out for me i think i went and checked cameras or something for you or mm-hmm. put corn out so it was kind of nice you mean for sure and i yeah we ha- i kind of have that with jesse now but right.
1: kind of we'll get shane over there for much longer it'll be a trifecta shane goes and takes care of our two places and i'll go take care of youtube places and you'll go take care of mine and shane's places and Before you know it, I ain't got to go up but once every three months. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, if everybody's hunting close to each other,
1: everybody helps each other. Or we can all
0: go. If we need to go, we can all go together and pitch in for fuel. Everybody gets into
1: fucking several fox.
0: Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. Somebody (laughs) can be have to sit and
1: in
2: the in the half or sideways looking out. Kicked up, yeah. (laughs)
0: Looking out the driver window. (laughs) We'll
2: make it. We'll make it happen. We'll make it work.
0: So you got to tell the story of whenever you went to put corn in my feeder yeah on that what was it it was no it was in november of that year
2: yeah it was i can't remember it's been a year it's been two years ago when you guys were still over there but yeah it's that's <laughs> you know that's something i won't ever forget you'll always but,
1: keep a pistol in the door of your truck now won't you
2: yeah i mean i you know looking back i wish i'd have had something handy but i guess like he said uh you know um
0: because where are we our place was down a, a big dirt road and i road. don't know if you live in Georgia, you know you might know why. I mean, I know why because they want to get down to the clay, get off the sand, and get down to the clay for the road. So they just pretty much they they dig a ditch. You're yes. you're in a ditch. The side of the roads are like sometimes they're taller, <clears throat> taller than yeah. your truck. For the drunk people, don't run off the road. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead and I mean, because I can't, I wasn't with you. So yeah.
2: It, so it goes like this. I mean, um, I believe it was the beginning of november and we were up there hunting you have been hunting up there and i think you went home to go to work and i you know i stayed i stayed a couple more days i had some days off and i was actually uh i had killed a really good buck um and my dad had killed i think my dad had tagged out and we i was coming home that day and jonah asked me if i could uh i think you asked me to go put what was it put corn out for you or yeah because along them lines yeah
0: because i think where i was coming up hunting like the week after i was like hey before you come home can you just go top my stuff off for me yeah
2: and this and yeah that's right i, I was gonna go put some corn out for him and and like like i said it, this was um this is the beginning of november this is like november 3rd, rut. weather's right yeah and um I'm gonna. I'm heading out there before I go home to to put some corn out for them. And I I turn on their dirt road and and I'm in my uh. I got a little uh, extended cab Toyota pickup truck um that I kind of hunt out of and stuff like that. And I uh I'm coming down this road. It's it's probably uh, it's probably half a mile back in there to where yep. you know where his, your place was. And I'm um, I'm just easing along. You know, like I normally would. I'm not going super super fast, but you're you know, cruising. You're, and I'm, and I'm, I always look around, you know, when I'm running down a dirt road or anywhere really just looking for deer and stuff like that. And, uh, I come, I come up on a, uh, I believe I got next to a, a big field, a pivot field. Yep. Yeah, there there they had peanuts.
1: Some, they were growing peanuts in there. Yeah. At one a time.
2: farm field of some sort. They had planted some stuff in there. And, and this is like, this is probably lunchtime. Yeah. And I'm just easing along. And, and next thing you know, man, I, out of the corner of my eye I look and there's like Jonah said in Georgia the the banks are sometimes taller than the than the actual road so I'm like level with the ground out there in my truck and I uh I'm coming down and just out of the corner of my eye I look and there's a deer and he is I mean I didn't have long you know much you know time to process it but there was a deer jumping the road at the same time I was coming through there (laughs) and I look and I'm I kid you not and I think it was an eight-pointer, a good buck, you know, 17, 18 inches wide. He he hits my truck right there about where the top of the door and the cab meet. <laughs> and, I mean, he hammered it. Yeah. The toughest part of the truck. The toughest part of the truck. Dented it, and it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I've never had – I've I've hit deer before in a truck, but I've never had one hit me. Yeah. <laughs> so, any, anyway, he hits me. And I'm, you know, I'm in shock. He hits me, gets up on top of the truck, and I, I, I hit the brakes, you know. And he, he's on top of the truck. He falls back and gets into the back of the truck. I, I got a climber back there. He's tangled up in the climber, <laughs> and I'm looking back. I'm like, is this real? Is this really happening? And that buck is in the bed of my truck at one point, tangled up in my climber, and he's <laughs> tossing and turning, and and then he he gets out and gets his feet, and then hits hits the ground running like nothing happened it was the craziest thing i've ever seen you got a
0: big old dent
2: right up i still got that dent yeah i mean in, in a tough spot too
0: and he calls me and he's like all right you will not believe this this happened right i just got hit i'm like you got hit hit by what <laughs> he said "A deer and i'm like you, you know and he told the story and i was like that's yeah, it which it's hard
2: it would be hard to
0: yeah yeah and which granted if that road you had to watch when you were driving right. down it because it was deer crossing. All yeah, the notorious. Mountain. You'd be driving down there and you'd have to almost stop. Yeah, but
1: there's plenty of deer over there. Oh, absolutely. But that's what I'm saying. I would have been jump out my damn. There'd been holes in the side of my truck. Boosh, pow, pow, boosh, pow, oh, boosh, pow.
2: Jesse, it, it it took me by surprise. I wasn't even. I wasn't even. You ready were shocked before yeah. you.
1: before you getting damn 270 out? You already getting damn deer. Yeah, the, really the right. last
2: thing I was thinking about was pulling my rifle. I mean, I'm like, man, I just got hit by a big old buck. <laughs>
1: He would have been really pissed if he would have got the damn climber hung in his antlers and just ran off. Oh, if he'd have
2: hauled my climber
1: off, I'd have been real mad. <laughs> then I would have
0: run it with him.
1: Yeah. Like that damn one you shared that one time with the damn deer got the limb hung in it. Oh, yeah. And he, that damn deer was logging.
0: Yeah, take it off. with, and Because if he'd have got a climber stuck, he would have probably been...
1: He would have been hung over. I would have been with Shane. I mean, that, that silver fox would have been going through that damn palmetto patch out there or that flat pines out there we would have been running that bastard down <laughs> yeah you back my damn climber you asshole yeah because if it,
0: he'd have got the thing like the like the part that goes around the tree if he'd have got it like over his neck or something got oh, his he'd
2: have had a mm-hmm. hell of a time
0: yeah so that was that place is it was fun hunting there there was right. plenty of deer yeah in that place but yeah when you called me and told me about that one i was like you gotta be kidding Can't me there that one. yeah
2: no, and I couldn't either. And I mean, it was, uh, and he wasn't slowing down either. I mean, he was <laughs> he was hauling the mail, and and he hit me wide open. Yeah. And I was shocked that he wasn't hurt or you know anything like that. But once I kid you not, once he got, I looked back there and he got back on the road and got his feet together. It was like nothing happened.
0: Yeah, he was chasing a doe. Is what he was yeah, doing? Yeah, a doe you. had to have come across the
2: road there before yeah. I
0: come through there. He probably if you'd have sat there for much longer, there could have been another buck that comes through there chasing yeah, that hot, hot doe. Yeah. So but yeah that was fun over there for sure we had Absolutely. that house and yeah. everything but i mean everything changes and kind yeah. of yeah yeah for sure i mean we're looking we're ho- we're hoping to maybe try to find you something over there around us so That'd we can great. we can do it all over again maybe I've, i'm on a clay road again so you might get side flight.
2: yeah hopefully for the sake of my vehicle you know hopefully
1: not but. <laughs> next one's gonna go through the windshield yeah yeah the, the road over there isn't quite built as tall. They no, put ditches on the side. Yeah. yeah, they
0: put ditches on the side of this one. Yeah. You're not in the ditch, you're... you got ditches. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then that's just kind of like the layout of a lot of them West Georgia roads is, you know, high banks
0: and... Try to get down. They get that... They take the top of that, the sand right. off and get down They get down to
1: clay. They got to haul it in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All these go to their motor grater to keep blading it off. Yeah. Right, that seems like what they're doing. Well, you could probably come over there, but... Our police probably aren't as friendly as y'all's police because you come through town with your cruise control stuck. <laughs> Blazing so, hell! Oh Helena McCray or McCray Helena, local police department. There's some fat motherfuckers in that son of a bitch, and they're probably that, gonna shoot first and ask questions that later. That was
2: another one. I mean, that was just just crazy. Like me and Jonah go somewhere. Something's leveled up. Something you know. is gonna
0: happen anytime we go. And what he? I was witness for this one because I was riding passenger seat. Just I mean, seatbelt on holding on to the old shit handle because so (laughs) like he said, he's got this Toyota pickup truck and I don't know if he's used it before, but for some reason on this trip he decided he wanted to use cruise control. And it worked all the way up there.
2: That's right. It wasn't like I that was the first we had used it going up and my own. Used it yeah, Yeah.
0: yeah. Got cruise control. Yeah. Which this truck's got a little four cylinder in it. So the mm-hmm. elevation change up there, when you go up the hill, it struggles put a little. a lot on it, yeah. yeah. So we were coming back for him, his place that afternoon. We went up there and did some work or something, and mm-hmm. we were coming back to the house there in town. Yep. And we, he put cruise control on, <laughs> and I guess in the mix of trying to get it off, he figured out that, hey, was, this thing's not turning off. It stuck. It's I stuck. I heard
1: you were turning that bastard up.
0: You were flicking, flicking it over the fuck, there.
1: You are flicking the bean and getting that damn thing <laughs> up to about eighty mile an hour. You didn't know it. Yeah, it, it got
2: hung up is what happened, and we stayed hung up until all the way. Yeah, we um, had to go through a
0: town. It's got like, a speed limit of about twenty five. We come through there about fifty five, sixty.
2: And I couldn't help it. I mean, you're 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 <laughs> you're, you're up in speed, and your your cruise control is just stuck. So you're stuck in one in one speed, and it actually. It was so screwed up, it, it was actually gaining speed as you yes. were... Yeah. Because we would go uphill. It would accelerate. We'd yeah. go
0: uphill, we'd go about 40. We'd come downhill, going about 85.
2: Yeah, and if you held the momentum, you would take 85 all the way to the to the house.
0: Barn. Yeah. So, and like, it's a it's a five-speed, so it's yes. got a clutch. Mm-hmm. So you'd push the clutch down, and then the RPMs would go up to about... Extreme it it would redline. Line. <laughs> so... You couldn't do yeah. that. It was... It was an adventure, so we actually ended up having to unplug the the cruise control to get that one to ever stop. Yes, you haven't plugged it back up, right? No,
2: fixed. I I had the itch to want to, but you (laughs) know, thinking you know, sometimes I think about it. I'm like, I don't know if I. It could have been worse. We could have put it, you know, in the in the house, in one of the rooms. Yeah,
0: yeah, because it's a big. It was a downhill driveway. That'd so, been way worse because you shut it off before and you had to like manhandle it into the because i think once i shut it off i
2: didn't have
0: you ain't got power brakes you got to manually like it's a it,
2: yeah <laughs> that's the thing you lost all control yeah at that point but it it slowed us down enough to where we could
0: stop get out and fix it and know? it's a, it's a like like you said it's a it something's gonna happen yeah and i don't know if it was the same trip or a different trip if you've ever been up and down 75, and if you're a hunter, you've probably stopped there, which is Adel Outfitters there, right off of 75, yeah. and if you ever got off the interstate there, mm-hmm. there's like a Captain D's, there's Place a- Place to eat, yeah. Yeah, a couple of places to eat, but it's up in the front of the parking lot. So we come, <laughs> like I said, I don't think it was the same trip as a cruise control, it but, it, or not. but it was somewhere same, around there. Same truck. Same truck, Yeah. We come turning off the interstate and we're like, hey, let's go to Captain D's and grab a bite to eat. So we turned in there. Well, we come in the parking lot and all of a sudden this minivan comes screaming around us, goes over to Rumble Strips, out in the middle of the parking lot, <laughs> and cuts it. us off yeah. and like Shane's like, Oh crap, we gotta we gotta race this guy. <laughs> so we take off across the parking lot, like, what are we doing? And he's like, I I don't know. I think this guy's wanting to race, so we gotta go. <laughs> so we take off across the park a lot and Shane's like hey when we get up here I think this guy's racing us we need to get out of the get out of the truck real fast and get in I here. was
2: into it at that point because you, you know when you, you just get <laughs> committed the, you can sense you sense that somebody's like you're like what We're person yeah might, be, like, the last, might be the this, last might be the last
1: Alaskan cod yeah, fish like, here, I,
2: I told Jordan I'm like I seriously this guy's trying to beat us into Captain D's right now <laughs> and
0: uh, so I'm we like, let's,
2: let's just go with it let's yeah. go
0: so we fly up there and he's like we gotta get out so I'm we like, fling doors open yeah
2: truck's still almost rolling into
0: the parking yeah, lot shut
2: it off g- l- drop it in you know first and and jump Get out, out and run and run
0: inside and it's an old man and he comes walking in behind us he's just i almost had y'all right yeah sure <laughs>
2: shit yeah it, it's exactly what i thought he was racing us in there
0: yep and then he he goes in like a whole spill like hey what do you got under the hood of that thing and yeah, shay's I like oh, i just got a four cylinder you guys like oh i got a v6 i could have t- i could beat you yeah, right there like, i forever. had you
2: you know <laughs> But that was that's some of the stuff that happens, you know, on them trips.
0: Yeah, just seeing people and just, yeah. just the whole... Funny, just... Yeah. You can't make it up. You know? No.
1: Were you racing that guy or were you racing the guy at the fucking Turnpike Plaza?
0: That's when we went five-lad in the three-lane... I can't... Now, that...
2: Yeah, I mean, that was a bad deal, too. I And I don't really, like, quite remember the whole situation. All I no, know I don't is,
1: think you really cared. I think you were just in the Rumble Strips, Median... You're like ah, fuck it. My exit's the next one past this. Let's just get That's fuck it. it, it I'll put it through the fence right here. Because we were in going. the
0: shoulder. We were on the shoulder of, of the turnpike.
2: Yes, and I don't know. If we were in the, the the merge lane that they were. Because we're <laughs> we're we're coming past the a, a service plaza. People are coming out.
0: People are getting on. We're in there. It's yeah, the Okeechobee
2: service plaza. On right, and the turnpike. Somebody's turnpike. coming out, and we we're coming we're c- c- coming through at the same exact time
0: and but they, like we've got three or four cars beside us yeah we're going approaching like three more cars or two more yeah, cars it's getting, merging on
1: yeah it went we got wide like I think we got off the <laughs> road for a little bit
0: oh we <laughs> it,
2: was, it was not the yeah. best Jonah calls me
1: goes I almost died yeah. I almost fucking died I go why he goes we are five wide on a three lane highway coming past Oklahoma. We almost got to our exit before he yeah. fucking decided to move. And it's been...
2: really two lane. The third lane is the one that they merge. They get on out of the
0: service plaza to get on the turnpike. And I'm in the passenger seat, holding on to everything that I can hold on to. Yeah. And you're just over there, just just on a. Oh, Miss
1: Daisy's Miss... driving the hell out of it. Yeah, I guarantee just... you. He's over there in the ditch, median. Yeah. He's just driving the hell out of her, just yeah. willing the shit out oh, of it. Oh yeah, El Silver Fox will make it, boys. That's
0: right. <laughs> oh yeah. That, that poor truck that, oh my gosh yeah it's a good one good it's been a
1: good one yeah 100%. good thing you don't put your fucking super ditty through that no never would no, so no i'm a
2: totally different person with that truck yeah you know what i mean
1: oh that's that's 10 and 2 keep it yeah in. that's 10 and 2 you know speed limit only right 100 yep. the silver fox it gets buried in richland one day and
0: Georgia
2: my, the next that's my everyday yeah
0: yeah because when he kill when you killed that deer you bailed it off into one of them bottoms didn't you
2: oh yeah like that's the thing about hunting over there where we're at the elevation's so crazy you know up and down it's hard to get anything in if you're if you shoot a deer in a in a bad spot down in the bottom of a hill or something it's it, it can be hell to get a deer out of there so we didn't have a side-by-side and we didn't have a four-wheeler but we had that toyota truck and
1: <laughs> that's good enough
2: i told my dad i'm like i will you know we'll be here all night trying to get this thing out of here and i i went down to the edge of the timber and where the Clear cut was that, and I just eased it off in there and worked my way through there, and I'm, I come out with a few scratches on her, but we got the
0: deer out of there. And Grant, you about this truck? So, like Jesse was talking about, mm-hmm. you started hunting with us this year in Richland dog hunting. Yes. At the beginning of the year,
1: you were a little iffy with it. You, you yeah, too, yeah,
0: you were very conservative. You stay on a gray, go down to, the pile. That was
2: the whole plan. It was like, all right, you stay out here. That yeah. plan with the
1: hell in a handbasket. <laughs> and then past. like
0: because we're using all them garments and we can track each other so yeah. I just can see where you're at I can see where Jesse's at I'm so like alright let's,
1: let's hunt somewhere we keep Shane on a grade or keep him on a power line let's hunt somewhere where we can get, keep Shane in the, in the game the, right here keep me out of the sleuths yeah let Yeah, keep him out of, let's the keep the of, water off the fucking hood yeah. and the end
0: of the year I don't know if it was me and Jesse or me and my dad I was sitting around there I'm like wonder where Shane's at looked at my garment I was like the
1: fuck he's coming to us
0: what the heck what why is he no <laughs>
1: Don't worry. There were many times y'all went hunting. I wasn't there. Yeah. I looked up and shit. Before we knew it, you're going down the damn Green Swamp Road. You're going down all of them. You going I don't, down I Toad Four. I think
2: there by the end there wasn't anything I hadn't oh, ran. You
0: tried everything. It was and an, there was some
1: sandpile. Sandpile
0: canopy Slough
2: was. Did I you don't.
1: ever go through sandpile and canopy Slough? Yes. Yeah. That's yes. the one I almost got stuck in. I went. That's through, the only time. And I, I
2: didn't was, do that roundabout. I
0: went straight through that one. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah. Oh, we had a fun time down there. And like I, I just say- didn't
1: want to punch it and try to go canopy slew. If you hug one side or the other, you're all right. Well, yes. My damn truck fell off in the damn ruts, and I kept hitting the damn roots, and I couldn't get up over the roots. And Jonah called over the radio and goes, "Just punch it one time, and you'll get over them, fuckers." And I'm like, "All right." I backed up and let her fucking eat. I bounced over them, and I'm like, "All right, that's that's how you got it." Yeah.
0: And then you had, which he fixed. Jesse's fixed his front end, because you were complete- about ready to bail it off into the ditch that one day he come around you, wasn't you? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. When the tire I was, was like- set up on my box, or I was set <laughs> up, dogs were in a block, and Jesse was coming around to get on the, the north end of it, over there by the... The ridge. The ridge. Going to the and, ridge. And I think they were heading that... They had to have been heading that way, or they were heading my way, but sometimes they go either way, but yeah. he was trying to get there, and he come around me in a corner and i was like oh my god
0: because one tire is like yeah. 12 o'clock oh, yeah and it's... then one tire is about freaking nine o'clock yeah it was sloppy <laughs> <laughs> for sure
1: oh god it reminds me of an ex-old lady right there got <laughs> a lot of play
0: in her <laughs> yeah oh my yeah that don't what... worry
1: she got a brand new front i bought everything she got everything from from the from the fucking ball joints and a put new a-arms in her That's a-arms true. Everything in her. Did, the well, only thing yeah. I don't have fixed in her is the damn gearbox. And I told John, we got to put a gearbox in it. Because you can still hold on to the wheel, Shane. And that bitch is going from left to right. Really? Yeah. But everything in it is brand new. Straight Which,
0: yeah. I got my first nine days down there. So did you. Did you get your first nine? No. Which, right now, the second phase. I can put in. So I'm pretty sure that you'll... Okay. You can, so, when we get done here, if you if yeah, you want I'll, to, I'll definitely get on there. Why? If so, not, you'll be riding with one of us. Because, I mean... I don't know if we're all going to be down there. You mean?
2: Yeah, it's kind of hit or miss because it the first nine in Richland is like what the week of Thanksgiving, right the in there. Problem. So it's like hit or miss whether you know we're going to be in Georgia. Maybe or, hunt a few days of it, maybe not. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't. I'll have RBJ this year for Thanksgiving. Yeah, so he may. And he on. might be good luck from last year. Yeah, he, he was so, down there when a good one got killed. So we might try to put the first half of the week in into Georgia. Georgia, and then especially if everybody comes up, and hangs out. What yeah. you, and um, then maybe uh, come home Thursday, and we'll put the last couple of days into. yeah. Return.
0: What you did that last year, I think you went up and you hunted like I Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then come.
1: I take that 10 days off every year.
0: Yeah. What every I, year. I think you come home like Thanksgiving I or come something. Come home
1: Thanksgiving Day.
0: Yep. And then you hunted, we all hunted down there. So, I mean, we'll do it again. We'll try By on. then,
1: I'd already killed a couple... I killed my 11 point, and I was happy. And I well, that's think, the thing. Yeah, by then, I mean, you, you've done what you're going
2: to do, you know, in Georgia for the most part. It's yeah. starting
0: to slow yeah, down, Yeah, I,
2: I already think.
1: killed a couple of really good bucks, mm-hmm. and it was one of the things that nobody else... Like, my last year, my brother hunted with us, and he... Uh, they can only hunt until, like, Tuesday or some Wednesday or some bullshit, because mm-hmm. he's got a bunch of crotch croplants he's got to mm-hmm. take to his ex-wife, and so we didn't... We know by Thursday, it's empty camp. There ain't right? a fucking soul up there. Me and my dad. Yeah, Cecily yeah. don't go. Nobody goes. Just y'all. So we'll. Last year, I was like, fuck, I got the first nine days. We'll go hunt. I've already killed a couple good bucks. Go have some. I'm just, a let's bit. go yeah. home and wreck a fucking truck somewhere. Let's yeah. go yeah. Maybe pile it years. off. Yeah. My biggest fear with Rich and I'll tell you this now, my biggest fear is you get two or three 2004 hurricanes in here, and I won't be able to go anywhere. No, you know, I'll, you, be no I'll be done. I'll be. I'll. I'll have another five thousand dollars sunk in that piece of shit, putting a fucking ten inch lift on it, mm-hmm. yeah. trying to go somewhere. It can get bad, but I think. I think a lot of. I mean, I think the the it's
2: it. Don't get me wrong. It can get really really wet, but that water moves in and it moves out. It's flows. It flows. It flows. It'll so.
1: fill to a certain point. Right. I've learned that you can be wet. Now, granted, you'll be wet, but it'll only flow to a certain point. Yeah, before it gets before wet. it starts really flowing. Now, you might stay wet. All year. All, yeah. all year long at that certain point. But you'll understand, all right, I can make this because it's two years in a row we go down Green Swamp Road. When we go down Green Swamp, you know the two bad holes down there where we got stuck. There's two bad holes down there. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? In the, When you first start dog hunting, them bastards are damn near touching each other. You get done at the end of January right there, that first week of January when you're done hunting, shit, you got them two-wheel drive. Well, that's that the one, thing. You you you, I guess they it. get you know packed Which in there.
0: Every one of them water holes is connected to like a cypress pond or something. So that water is gonna travel move through them cypress ponds. You Because yeah. honestly, if you go down South Thirty Three and you go right past the gas station, you go across that bridge. So
2: that's the. That's all the, the water coming out.
0: That's all. That's all that water.
2: Yeah, it flows. It all go. It all moves. It actually goes. I think it. I think it goes west. It comes out of. the I think it all goes west and north back
1: towards the
0: yeah. the gulf from there, yeah. Only state in the – the only place yeah, in the world that – rivers go north. That water flows. St.
1: North. John's River and the Nile River, only two rivers in the world that go yeah. north. Yep. yep. It's crazy.
0: But, well, I think, I mean, we definitely had a fun one here. Yeah, and you want to
1: cut it off already. Yeah. I just started drinking. <laughs> but no i I appreciate y'all having me on yeah we've been talking about it for a while
0: yeah we'll definitely do it again because we'll be coming up the hunting season here before too long and Mm -hmm. we'll um we'll have fun again maybe you can come up and we'll do one in georgia yeah or something we we were gonna go back
1: up and we'll take rbj up there rbj wants to go go build a pond the 30th of june or july okay so we'll go back up that last weekend of july with rbj yeah hang out i'll take the gator up there and have shit like that yeah go up there and we'll raise hell and yeah which we yeah
0: we'll definitely have to get on here too whenever that's going on and kind of talk about what we got going because you mean we're renting a track co and we're going to be putting food plots in widening roads digging ponds and i
1: put a little word in my superintendents ear today about using our skid steer and our mini if Mm -hmm. i haul it can I use it on the weekends? Hey, if I come pick it up from the job on Friday, can I take it to Georgia on the weekends and do a little work? Yep. And he kind of was like, eh. kicking it around. Yeah. He he said, I don't think our mm-hmm. owner will care. We talked to our owner yesterday about, it, and he said he looked. at, he, he said, Hey, Jesse wants, you know, ran a big backhoe up there in Georgia for a month of July. And I'm like, Yeah, it's for Jonathan. He he looked at me. He goes, Is it for you? And I said, Yeah. So we're going to do some work up there this year. And he goes, Oh, not not a problem. Go go ahead, go ahead. Do us whatever you want. Whatever y'all want, just go ahead. So I'm like, fuck yeah. Right motherfucker. Yep. So we keep we'll keep him on our good side. And mm-hmm. we like I said, we got a really nice skid steer and a real nice mini. Mm-hmm. And I'm not can... opposed taking it I got a little bit of work I need to do up there. That that little it's only a Komatsu, you know, forty five. And but I tell you that in some tight places. Like that creek bottom down there. You oh, know how my. rough that motherfucker is? I'm gonna straighten the creek back out and clear all the brush out of it and I'm going to straighten the damn creek back out because the creek makes that crook right there, and that's why it keeps washing out that bank. That's why it keeps making... When you go off in of that creek going to the back back there, you damn near eat the damn steering wheel of whatever the hell you're driving. Probably and do. you almost flip yeah. a tractor going through it. Right. And which we we did a wheelie about 30 feet up a fucking hill one year with mm-hmm. my dad and Jonah, and I'm going to take that mini up there. If he'll let me, I'll take if daryl will let me borrow that little gooseneck of his and i'll grab that mini we go up there and we can put some serious work in on the weekend with that little mini and get like a creek straightened out yeah get some little things done Mm -hmm. go to his place we might have to you know dig out footers and a building pad for his dad there's a whole lot of little crap that we could knock out Mm -hmm. with that mini and it don't cost us enough fuel to drag it up there and back yeah
0: yeah yeah definitely we'll we'll keep we got a lot of work to do so we'll Probably do a couple of podcasts while we're up there doing a lot of work. So, but anyway, well, thank we'll, You got
1: logs to go solve?
0: Yeah, I got some stuff to go do. So do you. So, um, but definitely, I mean, we had, like I said, we had fun. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll, yeah. um, we'll try it. We'll, we'll do it again. Definitely whenever. So, okay. but, well, thanks everybody for listening. Definitely go give us a rating and we'll, um... We'll keep putting them out. We got some good ones coming up. We definitely oh yeah.
1: we got some specials next week for you guys. So. Yep.
0: Those are gonna be a fun one. So definitely keep up with us. This one was a fun, enjoyable. Just kinda cut sure. up and have a good time and we'll we'll do it again. We've get some we've been getting a lot of support here lately and we'll we'll do it again. We appreciate it.
1: Yep. All right guys.
0: All right, thanks.